The Agency Backstage Pass podcast is created for marketing agencies who want to power their companies with world-class processes, tools, and people. If you work in a marketing agency and you're looking for tips and systems to help create more flexibility and freedom, this podcast is for you. Welcome back to another Agency Backstage Pass. And today we have Tracy from Graziana Multimedia. Um, we've been, I've been practicing the pronunciation there, so we'll see. It might get better as we progress through the, <laughs> through the call. Um, today, uh, we're delighted to have her on, on the phone, and uh, we're here doing it across the internet. And uh, so far, we've been quite stable, so if there's any little blinks, we can uh, iron them out later on. And uh, Tracy herself has been born and raised in the Rust Belt, and she learned the value of grit, purpose, and heart. She believes that the winners and losers in the future are defined by their ability or failure to focus on the people served. Now, whatever business you're in, you're in the people business, and she helps brands better connect with real live people. I just love that, Tracy. That's fantastic. Uh, a little bit of an overview about her agency. They're an inbound and word of mouth marketing agency. They actually hate being called, uh, marketed to, <laughs> so uh, they do things a little bit differently. They like to help their clients surprise and delight with uh, great content, beautiful graphics, and a little bit of good old-fashioned fun. They love working with clients who truly love their customers, and they're happy to talk to you about social media, SEO, websites, graphics, marketing, and even unicorns. Fabulous. Tracy, welcome to Backstage Pass. Delighted to have you here. Thank you. Fantastic. So, Tracy, first of all, would you mind giving us a little bit of background there on how the agency evolved? Yeah, so um, I have an interesting background. My background is actually in the arts and psychology. And so over time, um, to me, what has at least become clear is that uh, marketing got a little too focused on the, the thing you learn in, in school, the four Ps, you know, product placement, price, uh, and promotion, and forgot about the fifth P, in my opinion, which is people. Mm -hmm. And so uh, people are kind of my jam. That, that's, that's what I get. That's what I, what I understand and what I care about. And I think that for good companies anyway, uh, not everybody's this way, that's why they're there too. And so uh, eventually I figured out that the most important thing is starting with the personas and working back from there in terms of helping customer clients to... Yeah better serve their customers. And so that really has kind of become what drives how we work with people and what we do. Um, and uh, so it's, uh, it's a little bit less about uh, some of those things on the surface maybe that people think uh, are so important. Yeah, it's, it is funny how the people can sometimes get lost in the processes, um, in the, the product price, promotion place, like you said. Uh, that's interesting. And um, speaking of people, how many are, are on the team with you right now? Yeah, so we're still small. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, right now it's me full-time and a couple part-time. And then we have a pretty good 
a group of freelancers that we work with. Uh, as we grow, we'd like to shift that. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're trying to, you know, kind of uh, grow cautiously, I would yes. say. Good. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that is a good uh, methodology to have, <laughs> is to definitely grow cautiously. Right, and with, with regards to HubSpot, um, how do, where, where did you find that in your journey? Yeah, so uh, while I was still focusing more on freelancing and whatnot, HubSpot was newer. And I guess I kind of followed HubSpot and used their free resources for a really long time yeah. before we finally decided to be a HubSpot agency. And part of that probably was that for a while, uh, because we were small, I was hesitant to refer to ourselves as an agency. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, also, I just hadn't fully made the, the commitment um, to treating my business as a business. And so when we got to that place, uh, HubSpot was a natural fit. It was the next part um, in yeah. the progression. You know? Fantastic. So that's obviously one of the tools. And, and when you filled in the questionnaire for uh, this, this interview, you mentioned a couple of other tools that I'd actually haven't heard before. Um, so I'm really keen to, to hear from you around if, what was the like one tool or was there a methodology or a system that you've adopted that really has changed the agency? Yes. So it would be hard to pick one thing. However, yeah. um, I think I might've mentioned uh, two that I really like. Um, but I think one of the most critical things for us has been um, getting project management under control. Uh -huh. um, when working with clients, uh, you know, if you look at any of the, you know, jokes and memes that, that marketers put out there about what we do, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, getting the project uh, to stay on schedule, to move forward, to get deliverables from clients. Those kinds of things seem to be very, very difficult to really, yeah. um, to do and and scope creep all of those things kind of factor in in my opinion to to two things having a better onboarding strategy for new clients and having good project management um, I have found that we tried all the tools for project management we actually like we literally tried three at a time set up a project on on each of three different platforms use the free trial on those to really test them out. And for us, we landed on teamwork projects, which has a HubSpot integration. And uh, I've learned lots of other HubSpot agencies are using it as well. Um, and for us, uh, if you manage it and if you force your clients to, to follow the processes and use it, and if you use it, it really does help prevent the scope creep. It does help to keep projects moving forward and staying on time. Yeah. It's, it's made a big, big difference for us. That's, yeah, absolutely. Like every single agency I've ever come in contact with or talked to or consulted to, it, it is not the fun part, but if you get it right, it makes the job fun, right? It's like it, you get that right. It's the backbone of a successful agency. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at nagging people for stuff, you yeah. know, 
if I've asked you for the photos for the homepage three times, I don't even want to ask again, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I have found just having a better structure and, and that's where the onboarding part of it, project management only works as well as you work the, your system. But, yep. you know, we make it very clear when we onboard people from the very beginning that we know that they want to be done on time as much as we want to be done on time. And, and, through our years of experience, this is what we know works. And if you do this, we promise we'll be done on time. And, you know, if we make it very clear that, you know, what I like in teamwork, you, you can have dependent tasks. So it lets people see that until I have those pictures, I can't do the next thing. Gosh. So even though in an email you could say, hey, Larry, until I have those pictures for the homepage, I can't, you know, uh, do the SEO on that page. So I really need those pictures. Got it. You know, it, it's different when you say that in an email than when they visually can see it in there and see that there's another dependent task that's waiting on this item from them so that yeah. they get the big picture. Um, yeah, so. absolutely. I, I saw two um, tools last week that um, an agency that I was uh, working with in Finland, one was a, a tool called Real Time Boards, uh, which is a visual representation of, uh, of, of how, a pro how they use it is to present the project visually. So they, uh, this particular tool actually will uh, bring in the website so you can say import website and it imports the pages that you're going to work on and then you can put notes on it and it, it just gives this massive visual of we're going to do this work on this particular place and you can actually show people mm -hmm. and we all know that a picture paints a thousand words so visually showing them in a project project management tool that's a really good tip there uh, yeah. that and and exactly showing them the dependencies uh, which is a word believe it or not i only heard of recently in in a, a through my project manager in our agency i'd never understood it before and you're right it's like okay we are depending on you to get this done so that we can get the next step done I love that. That's really good. And then two other tools you mentioned in, in the, the, show, the, the actual um, interview notes here were Likeable Hub. Is that right? Likeable Hub. Tell, tell us a little bit more about how you use that. Yeah. So, um, and I checked with them. They're working on a new version of the product uh, that yeah. we're rolling out in 2018. And it will be likable local, I believe, is what they're going oh, to Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, they're rebranding. Okay, cool. Re -brand. um, and so, honestly, this is, I came to likable as an early adopter, and their platform was really initially designed for small business, not for B2B business necessarily, more uh -huh. for B2C business. Um, and I came to it because I read Dave Kirpin's book, Likable Social Media. And I just fell in love with his philosophy of social media. Uh, his, his strategy was very um, logical to me. Um, it, it really fit what I think is the magic of social media. And I just, uh, having read his book, I'm like, I like this guy. This is an interesting guy. And nice. so, you know, I, you know, tweeted something to him. Don't remember what it was. But over the years, we developed kind of a friendship on Twitter. And so when he announced that he was launching Likeable several years ago, um, when, he, when he was launching the original Likeable product, I was like, yes, count me in because I know it's going to be good because I know him and I know his work. Yeah. Um, and so uh, 
the the original product, uh, although um, designed for small business, I have still used it for B2B because mm -hmm. they have a lot of curated content built into the platform uh, that you can use uh, to, to just have that flow of good content in your social media platform um, without you having to generate it. So for me, social media got really exhausting really fast because after a while, you've just run out of ideas for what on yeah. earth to publish next and right. so I really liked their content library as a okay. tool to to just to jog my you know mind and and those kinds of things um, it was it's set up so that that content can post um, by vertical automatically or you can self curate it um, so it's just a, it's a really handy tool and they also have built in a proprietary algorithm around boosting that I like um, okay called Turbo Boost, where um, the first day that a, that a post uh, is boosted, it's boosted to the people that like your page yep. on Facebook. And the second day, it's boosted to the people that like your page and their friends. So what's nice mm -hmm. about that is you get a kind of a little bit of an extra um, impact out of that boosting because you get traction the first day with your more loyal fans. So anytime they're liking, commenting, sharing that first day, that's increasing your organic reach. And then the yeah. second day when you add in uh, their friends, uh, you have more legs for that boost. Yeah. Which is really nice because otherwise you would have to manually go in and, and adjust that boost. Um, but their boost just every time. If you hit it, you have a 48-hour boost and it does that every time. Um, which is just See, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's great. I really love it. And, um, and so it's been fantastic uh, for that and just for the content. It just makes my life easier as a marketer, yeah. um, which is great. They also have a really nice partner program where um, they actually do monthly um, uh, webinars with the partners and they're real webinars. They're not the fake ones. You know, there's no <laughs> <laughs> they get in now there's limited space is yeah. not that a real yeah. one with real people yeah Bizarre. these are actually practical where you know you're getting really good quality uh, information but it's not just about their product it's also about helping you as an agency in growing your business and um, they answer your questions they listen and all along they've been tweaking the product uh, to benefit those who are partners and so what's interesting is come January the new product that they're rolling out, they're no longer going to have a direct-to-consumer product. Uh, they're it's all only, about partners. It's only going to be partner-focused. Interesting. Um, which is great. Um, yeah. I think that's um, highly preferable to agencies. We all would prefer that. Um, yeah. And, and they're going to put a lot more resources into supporting those agencies. And they're going to expand into B2B content. Um, mm -hmm. and some other things as well. So I, I think that's going to be really helpful. It's also a very affordable platform. And, you know, like I said, I, I have been very happy. Their customer service has always been highly personalized. Um, they, they take cool. a genuine interest uh, in working with you as a partner. So it's a great tool. Um, of course, my big request was once they switch to the partner focus that they have a HubSpot integration. So um, hopefully that happens someday. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. So. 
That sounds excellent. Now, does that take long to implement, adopt uh, into your system? Did it take that particular likable hub? Is it something that takes a long time to implement? No, actually, I think it's very easy to use. Um, Good. Yeah, and and one of the features that they're adding into the new um, partner plan is you'll be able to manage everything that you would do uh, social media wise through their dashboard. So you will be able to run your ads directly through that dashboard uh, in addition to just posting and boosting content. And so you'll be anything you could do in the Facebook ads manager, you can do through their platform. Um, and uh, you can actually even set it up in there with whatever your markup is so that you can just bill your clients through there. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really nice. So if you, if you do a 20% markup on Facebook ads, you just, you do that through the platform. Um, so it just keeps it clean and, and they have nice reporting. They send reports out, uh, weekly, uh, to your clients. So, um, but I would say like learning curve wise, I think it's a very intuitive platform and, nice. um, and they, you know, they're happy to hop on a one-on-one, um, call or screen share or whatever, when you need that, when you're first getting going. Um, but I didn't really find it difficult to learn to use at all. So I've, that's uh, super. That's really good to know. And that's, that's a great, never heard of it. And the other one I've never heard of, which, um, I was keen to, uh, this is this is probably one of the reasons I love the show <laughs> myself is to learn all about these tools that you think you know with all the tools and then you go actually no is the flywheel hosting talk to us a little bit about that and how you use it in your agency please sure so um, I know there are different schools of thought on this but uh, we actually still build our websites for our clients on WordPress and uh, use a subdomain for um, for HubSpot for the blog. Um, okay. Yep. And, um, and there's a variety of reasons for that, but um, at least uh, maybe because we started out as WordPress developers, I don't know, but but we see a lot of value in WordPress as a platform, and um, and so we still continue to do that. And uh, one of the headaches that we used to have all the time. Uh, were hosting related headaches Uh, and so there are times when there are challenges with a website that have nothing to do with how you built the website and everything to do with the quality of the hosting that the client has Um, and or (laughs) just the Mm -hmm. client's understanding of how all of that works so an example that I like to give is we had a client that called all upset uh, a couple years back because their website was gone. Oh. And so I get online and it's, you know, Mm. uh, the, the domain is active, but the hosting is not. And so basically what happened was when they got the email from their hosting provider saying it was time to renew, they paid to renew their domain. And then they had a subsequent email about hosting and they thought they had already paid it because clients don't understand the difference between domain and hosting. And so they just thought they were being asked to upgrade or buy something they didn't need or they didn't really understand. So ultimately the mess that we had was, you know, most people's websites are dynamic, living, breathing things, right? So the backup we did of their site when we built it, you know, two years prior, 
was very different than the website that they lost. Wow. And so it ended up being, uh, of course, the hosting provider did have an archive of it, but they would have to pay $100. I was going to say, what was the ransom? I've, I've been in that yes. situation before. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, the ransom. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they had to pay $100. And then there was another $60 to get them to up, you know, and it just it ended up costing them a whole lot of money. Um, and, and it was a customer service problem that, in my, that really had nothing to do with us. But in the end, I felt that the client saw it reflecting on us. And yeah, yeah. It was a preventable problem. Got and it. for a long time, I always said that I didn't want to be in the hosting business. I feel like a lot of people do that to kind of like trap people in, into a relationship with you and they artificially mark it up to a really high price and all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So for a long time, I just didn't want to mess with it. But at the end of the day, People don't understand how the technology works. Yeah. Explain it a hundred times and they're not going to understand it. And something no. like that was a preventable situation. Got it. Okay. So what Flywheel is, is it's a managed WordPress hosting, but, but it's really made for agencies. And so um, SSL is in, in the pricing from them. Uh, your SSL certificate is included. Their load times are much faster than um, comparably priced hosting from, say, GoDaddy or Bluehost or any number of other things. They do daily backups, so you don't have to do Backup Buddy in addition to the hosting that's already there. All of the different stuff that I would have people add on to traditional hosting is included in this platform. Mm -hmm. Plus, it lets me... Um, um, have demo sites and uh, where I can I can build the site live uh, under a subdomain and then when I you know update the DNS records and take the site live uh, everything just migrates I don't have to it, it's much easier than any other way of building a website so yeah um, and basically the 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 cost if you you know if you buy their agency bundle plan or whatever the cost uh, before markup is only $10 a month for your customer. So yeah. it's a much better product than anything they could buy commercially out there. Um, and I don't even, uh, you know, we don't even view it as something that we need to, to mark up as a profit item. It's really just a, a peace of mind for us that the customer is getting the best possible product and God forbid anything goes wrong, we can restore it to yesterday's backup. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, so you don't go through that uh, horror story again. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so yeah, so we just really, we really like it. It's, it's made our lives a lot easier. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and it's just, a, it's, they have good customer service and, and, um, and the uptime is great. We've just, hosting is no longer a headache for us. Wow, that's fantastic. So three tools there, you mentioned teamwork. Well, we talked about HubSpot at the very beginning. If we break it down, then we talked about teamwork, your project management, your likable hub, uh, flywheel hosting. Was there any other tools that kind of now that you're talking to me that you went actually, you know, in your tool kit to run your agency, any other tools there that you, you, you couldn't live without? Oh, geez. <laughs> Maybe another one or two. <laughs> yeah, we could uh, yeah, be here all night. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part about this. It's right? like there's always some new shiny tool and you're like, oh, this is the most fun. Oh, I need it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, there's some that I'm not as, I haven't used it as much. We're, le- we're definitely newer to it, but it's a really interesting tool from a sales perspective. Um, and that's Prospectify. Okay. Yes. I have come across that. Yeah. Um, it's an investment. It's a significant investment, but right. uh, the quality of leads that you can get through it, um, including contact information and all of those things has mm. great value um, from a sales perspective. So wow. uh, especially if you're going to be doing some warm leads that are not generated through inbound. Fantastic. Yeah. So if you're actually doing targeted prospecting uh, with and using a sales tool, Prospectify, that's interesting. Yeah. I've been familiar with a couple over here in Europe. Uh, I've heard the name Prospectify, but you're finding that of value compared to, Obviously, you've invested in it. So compared to that, you're, you're, you're happy with the investment because the quality of leads that are coming through. Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, to get the same, to, I'd say it cuts your time by a third. I mean, it's, it's God, yeah. time savings is, is really yeah, Yes. So saving you time on, on that. That sounds fantastic. Um, cool. So if we to take um, one of the tools there, I, I kind of feel like from you talking, I feel like the project management tool, the teamwork, because you went through the various trials and you actually chose that one. How do you think it changed you personally when you adopted that into your agency? What was the personal, the effect on your personally? I think for me, it, uh, it made um, all of my workplace communications a lot simpler. Um, you know, you don't have to follow up with somebody to see if they're done working on something mm-hmm. because you can look and see, you know. Yeah. So it, it removes a lot of unnecessary um, uh, back and forth. You know, whether yes. that's internally yeah. or externally with the client. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it increases your efficiency. Um, I would much rather have my communications with people be uh, of, of better quality anyway, right? I mean, yeah. the, the notion that you're nagging somebody to, to do something, whether that's somebody on your team or a client, is never fun. Um, at least I know, yeah. Um, maybe some people like to be a nag but I don't I know yeah you said that as well I'm a bit like that I don't um, I can say it once uh, I can say it twice but if you ask me to say something three times I'm just I just can't I'm just one of those people that goes please don't make me repeat myself especially not three or four times and then there's other people that love it they're like no I'll keep nagging and going until the cows come home I, I guess it depends on your personality so for you personally you love to see show people look that you've got to do this and mm-hmm. you'd rather dig into a tool than pick up the phone or email them and go, hey, did you do your work? Like that's, you're right. It's going to improve a better line of communication, a higher quality conversation by having a good solid project management tool. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. So, okay, um, Tracy, how long have you been, um, would you say, an agency? How many, how many years or how long have you been? I know you said there you were like for a while you were like, oh, we're, are we an agency or <laughs> we're doing this consulting work? But what would you, how long have you been doing this particular yeah, kind of style I, of work, if you like? <laughs> yeah, well, I think to me, I guess the turning point was when we, you know, rented an office and, and uh-huh. 
you know, kind of, to me, that's when we're like, okay, this is real. This isn't just something we're doing in, you know, yeah. out of our living room or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that would have been three and a half years ago. Right. Yeah. And so imagine today there's an agency out there who is just starting, whether they got their office or they bought HubSpot or they put the sign over, you know, the front of the door or whatever. What would be the one tip that you would give that agency that's starting out today or one or two gems <laughs> that you would say, you're just starting, please do blank. <laughs> that's tough. Um, there's like, I actually started my first year, um, a, a little journal and I just wrote down things as they happened. Um, after the first dumb thing happened, I started it and it was, um, <laughs> uh, stupid shit. We did our first year in business. Um, oh my goodness. That sounds like a book. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just started making a list every time I oh. you know, had a realization like, yeah, that was dumb. That. Wow. <laughs> That's, you should charge for that because there's people out there now and you could save them a ton of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think um, this is a hard thing to, to put words around, but I, I, I think that there is a confidence in what you're doing and why, why you're doing it and why you're good at it that you really need to lean on mm -hmm. when you're new. Um, when you're new, uh, everybody has opinions and thoughts and ideas for you. Um, and, a, and I would say maybe a third of those are worth listening to. Got it. Um, so there's, there's some discernment. Um, and I think that discernment comes from really stopping and thinking about things instead of acting out of fear. Um, I think I made a lot of my bad decisions uh, out of fear. Mm -hmm. um, took on clients I shouldn't have taken on, um, made business decisions that I, that in the short term were like, well, but we desperately need the money. So I'm going to do this, even though, you yeah. know, if I had looked at it objectively, I knew it was a bad idea. Um, you know, partnered with people that weren't a good partner, you know, things like that. Yeah. So I think, you know, really getting, you know, even if you have to fake it till you can make it, get some confidence around who you are and what your unique value proposition is and kind of stick to your guns a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goes a long way. But maybe the short answer is any decision you make out of fear is probably going to be a bad one. That, yeah, that's a great one. I think listening to your gut, uh, you know, it's not personal life, work life when you're running your own business. It's yep. your life. It's yep. all one. And your gut, if it's kicking or telling you something, you can't ignore it. And uh, I think sometimes as women, we're a little bit more intuitive. The guys struggle with it. I always hear the guys talking about their gut reaction after a mistake. Right. <laughs> they all tell me, oh, I had a feeling about that. And I'm like, well, where was the feeling before? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I ignored it, you know? So I think that's a really great tip is like, it is your business. It's personal. That's okay. Uh, but you have to tune into those gut reactions and those, yeah, those fears or uh, those, those things that are, are giving you emotion. Um, it is your business. You're not an employee of the business. You are the business, you know. So great uh, tip there. Thank you so much, Tracy, for sharing uh, your knowledge with us. Uh, 
I really look forward to uh, meeting you in person one day. So thanks yeah. a million for coming on the Backstage Pass and sharing all of your tips and advice with us. We'll be back in another episode of the Agency Backstage Pass, which is all around interviewing rock star agency owners about how to run uh, an inbound or a digital marketing agency. Thanks a million, Tracy, and we'll see you again very soon. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you.